I want to thank Longmont Public Media for allowing me to use their media makerspace to produce all of the Level Up podcasts. LPM invites everyone to join the makerspace to produce or learn to produce all of your own media, not just podcasts. Visit longmontpublicmedia.org for more information. Welcome to Level Up, where we explore the burning desire to create something crafted with quality, care, and attention to detail. These things will touch base on the industries of the artists, the startups, musicians, photographers, designers, videographers, and more, uh, all here on the Level Up podcast. All right. Uh, welcome to the Level Up podcast. I am Lachlan, your host. I'm here today with Matthew Spencer, a local Longmont creative. Uh, we're here to just talk creative as a whole. Um, as I hear, he has many different uh, creative aspects of projects going on, and I'm just so excited to hear from him of what those are and how they're going to be impacting the local creative economy here. Um, Matthew, I'd probably you know do a have you do a better intro than I'm going to be able to do. So okay. please uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm just, I'm honored to chat here. Um, usually, you know, I feel like some, I'm the guy that asks, you know, a lot. So it's, it's really refreshing for somebody to say, hey, would you do something with me creatively? So thank you so much, Lachlan. Um, yeah, so I'm an associate pastor here in town at Christchurch International. Um, and I've, I've always had a creative gift ever since I was young. Um, I remember starting out like painting uh, in Microsoft Paint, you know, with the pixels. And it's funny because I went through a, like a period where that wasn't cool because pixels are bad. Yeah. But now they're they're cool again because mm-hmm. <laughs> you got the 8-bit feel. But anyway, that's kind of how I started. Um, well, one of the ways. Um, but I do a lot of things. Um, the most notable thing I'm working on right now is called the Matthew Spencer Show. And it's like a tonight show that happens in you know small town Longmont. it's like jimmy fallon if you can imagine jimmy fallon meets sesame street meets walt disney family friendly entertainment some of your kids can watch love it you know so that's and i'm very musical too and uh, i guess the three words for my personal brand is uh, faith music and imagination that's fantastic um so really with all of the stuff that you have going on um i think that let's start with, probably start with the, the show um who are you really trying to like aim for to listen to it? Um, you know, we always are curious to kind of find out, you know, what, um, people are going to be impacted by these creative endeavors that we're doing. And, um, you know, what is that, uh, looking like from your end? Yeah, I think that's a big question. I'm starting to realize, I guess you could say, um, leveling up, uh, maturing as an artist, uh, but as a man too, you have to start saying, Hey, you know, art for art's sake is good. But like, maybe I need to actually target something, right? Because like, just creating is like we have this creative urge and this God-given desire to create things. Yeah. And, um, but we're just like, you know, maybe I should target it. So really, to be honest, like I have like kids stuff that's like cartoons that should be targeted directly to kids. Um, but so anyway, the show is is a very it's like a variety show. It's very kind of eclectic. Um, and if you've ever watched Sesame Street, which I'm sure you have, yeah, it has way back in the day, very disconnected segments like music videos, and then you have somebody talking to a puppet, and then you have like a song, and so it's kind of disconnected. Yeah. So I have I have uh, really a variety of original creative properties that I'm trying to develop. So I have uh, one is called In the Bush. It's Australian animals, and that's just like targeted straight to kids really um so some people might just like lose the show initially because i've put that at the beginning spot i also have a segment with me and a puppet called kooky the kookaburra um love it so do some music videos um i also have a um a character uh set called uh, villains are us and it 
it uh, follows the adventures of a, a eccentric German professor who I, I star as the German professor. Oh my God. And so it's, it's, it's pretty fun. And uh, trying to think of what else. Yeah, another one I'm developing is called Musical Superheroes. Okay. And it's like musicians who have superpowers. Okay. And so Trumpet Commando is the star in that. And so that's an animated cartoon. So uh, so that's this is really, I'm just really trying to flesh these ideas out. And the challenge for me has been they've almost like by themselves could be like a feature film. Yeah. And so like tackling them all individually, trying to put them all together, jamming them all almost together in one presentation about 12 to 20 minutes has been challenging. Yeah, um, that's definitely something I've been trying to get um, with my company um, as well. Actually, we're trying to do short form content, um, but we, you know, we also we really like it's kind of been an interesting uh, journey at least because we really were starting off on the photography side of things and the graphic design side of things. But you know, we also finally got to the point where we're like got so busy, I had to bring other people on, and like that's really great. But I also realized that there was something missing. Um, it's not that I wasn't doing any video or not didn't want to do video at all. Um, but it was more so like I needed to do video to really talk more for like further about the photography, the graphic design and everything we're trying to do, um, going on currently. And then obviously as we go forward, we really wanted to be able to cover, um, really just our journey, you know, the collective journey of the company and really showcase that and really start to mm-hmm. highlight like how we got here, you know, cause this is uh, something like realistically that I think everyone can do, but not something everyone has the willpower to actually go do like right now. And that's something that I'm really trying to do and work with the podcast is actually to have people listen to it and be like, wow, you know, that guy was a, was a nobody. Like, you know, maybe that was nobody like way back when, but now he's like doing this awesome project and that's just something I want to do and be like, cool, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll go do it. (laughs) You know, so that's something we're really just trying to encourage people to be able to do is listen to this, learn a few things here and there about creativity, the, applications of creativity from different industry professionals and just give different perspectives. So yeah, you know, it's kind of been interesting with that of just trying to line up all those video projects and try to actually make, you know, TV shows happen. And then we're trying to do a documentary right now. Cool. Awesome. It's a process, but that's awesome. One of the the biggest challenges for creatives is to focus. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can have so many ideas. Like I think people focus, they think of creativity as like, a special gift and it is mm. but it's like at some point if you have that creative gift yeah like you have to focus yourself yeah because you have to really say what are the diamonds in the rough that i should focus on and what do i just that's just a coffee caffeine idea you know yeah. <laughs> just like forget that maybe write it down if you want yeah but what am i going to actually spend my time on um let alone what am i actually going to make money on you know if that's yeah. your intention there Basically, it's more like really trying to line it up for getting the best return on investment. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like even if you spend like 40 hours on a project, you know, that's just a week of work, right? And you're spending that 40 hours on that project and then the client comes back to you or, you know, whoever was leading the project with you comes back to you and they're like, actually, we, we're, we're just done. We don't want to do this anymore. I've had a few people do that before in the past. And, yeah. you know, it just it's. I get it. Like, I get where they were coming from now. Like, that's, you know, hindsight. But, you know, early on, I was like, ah, well, I just spent 40 hours. <laughs> you know, what uh, What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 it's a frustration. 
But mm-hmm. I, I do understand that, you know, creatives um, as a whole, you know, musicians even, in like comedians and, you know, some of these other um, guests we've had as well um, have really just seen that. And they've understood that that's been not something that we all can just have every day. You know, we can't please everyone, basically, or get everything you always want, <laughs> unfortunately. So, yeah, with the with the show, um, what are some other, like, directions you're planning on going with it? So, it, it, I'm, I'm really putting it in, like, a TV show format. I mean, a long longer format, like 10 to 20 minutes, as I said, okay. each episode with different segments that are broken up. And what I see to do is, like, you know, now we have um, this, this challenge of all these different mediums that we can release visual content on, but, like, uh, w- how long should it be? Yeah. Like, you know, where's it going to be? So my, my strategy now is to to chop them up into different playlists on my, my, my studio. My creative studio is called Wheatland Studios. Okay. And so that's the, the YouTube channel, Wheatland Studios. And I'll have different playlists. Um, so you'll be able to watch the full form video. Um, that is released kind of like a, a short film, I guess you'd say, mini yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but then they have different playlists, like you have the, the cartoons on one playlist, and you have the Great. the Villains Are Us and the Musical Superheroes, so you could just watch. If somebody's just interested in that, you know, uh, yeah. character or, you know, creative property, they can watch that. Great. That's fantastic. Um, so are you really eyeing mostly YouTube specifically, or are you looking at any other uh, distribution platforms? I'm kind of curious. So right now, I'm just focusing on YouTube. Okay. Have you looked at any others? I'm curious. I, I know there's like a bunch of other ones. I'm not trying to like <laughs> be like, he should no, be I, on this one. Why is he on YouTube only? No. No, you know what? there's one so thing, many other ones. Have you ever heard of, I have to give a plug, this guy yes. I follow, I love him, Evan Carmichael. You've heard of him? Not that I had. He, he does the top 10 um, rules on YouTube. He's okay. amazing. He's got over 2 million subscribers. Oh, he is a master U- YouTuber mm-hmm. and if, he's really about success. And so um, he does, you know, Walt Disney's top 10 rules for success or you know, um, who, you name it, Walt, uh, uh, Warren Buffett, he's done everybody practically that's been See, successful. I feel like I might have seen one of these videos before, yeah. too. Yeah, but he, one of the things he says about YouTube is it's permanent. I mean, as far as you know, the digital world can be permanent, you know, because you know, I think on some level, when you're chasing Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, like you're kind of fighting a popularity contest, like a yeah. global popularity contest, like you're fighting for people's eyeballs, yeah. And whereas YouTube is a search engine and it, when you post it, it's still there. Yeah. And so people can find it easier. So that's one of the things he was saying about YouTube. Of course, there's, you know, I'd love to, um, in the future, maybe distribute things some other way. Yeah. Bigger, maybe. Of course. But for me right now, the, the battle for, for a creative, and this is something we could talk about, you know, whatever you want to talk about, but yeah. is the creative people, we focus so much on creating yeah. that we can like, by the time we, oh, we need to actually market and distribute this. Like we're exhausted. We're tired. We're like, we blood, sweat and teared and like, you know, like just, I mean, be vulnerable to show people your work. Yeah. And, and somebody just like sometimes just one negative comment and it might not even be said to hurt you. It's just like, man, because it's very personal. Yeah. And so growing through that is really important, but like, don't forget the distribution. Yeah. And that's definitely been something that I've been pretty, I want to say caught up on. Like that's something I've been kind of evolving through myself and it's been not easy. I I can say that much. Um, so like recently, um, 
before I had brought on more people to the com- my company to actually help it grow and everything, um, I was doing it all myself. And you know, with that, it was like I had to create the create the content. Yeah, had to market the <laughs> content. Band. Had to accept <laughs> whatever people were saying about the right. content when it was marketed. Um, but, I mean, that's what yeah. I've been doing with this show is, and this, this is challenging because I'm the writer, the the producer, the the director, the 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 filmmaker, the the, the you know the the musician, the you know I'm composing the score, everything, the yeah. artist, the illustrator, design, yeah. and it, it's challenging if you're just doing it all yourself. Yeah, and it, I'm not saying like there aren't people out there that can do it all themselves because there are like you can probably do most of it yourself like without a problem. But I think it's what's really great is like if you can finite into something. So like what I did when I brought people on is I really was like, hey, so like you're really good at social media. So I was basically like talked to my new person, brought them on for social media and said like, hey, I need to go post Instagram, Facebook and get all that covered. I really don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. But I can create all the excellent fantastically looking good content mm-hmm. for those platforms give them to you and let you distribute and have fun with that you know yeah and then that's ne- next level thinking too yeah yeah is thinking like a well a businessman or an executive is like what what can i do with my time's finite what can i do to make the highest impact with the time that i have and it's you know the the Pareto principle uh you know 80 20 yeah like you know, twenty. What is what is it? Twenty percent of what you do is going to get eighty percent of your results. Mm-hmm. And so for you, social media might not be that. You know, yeah. it might be sales. Yeah. See, I like um, the creating itself. You know, that's where I really just like get in my get in my mode, get in my flow, and that's yeah. where I'm just like. I like my life. My life right. is great. <laughs> but, you know, I hop on a social media, share that same thing I maybe just made. And, you know, it puts me just in a different mindset of like, okay, so I have to do this hashtag, this hashtag. I have to post exactly at this time to make sure that everyone for this audience is able to see it. And then it just, I don't know, it gets convoluted. The creation process kind of, it almost loses some luster, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, cause like I had all this like, yay, I'm creating and, you know, designing it and making it awesome. And then get to the Facebook post platform or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, upload a photo, <laughs> photo two. Okay. Perfect. We're good there. We're, we're good so far. Okay. Location. Okay, cool. Oh, words. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, uh, this post is about, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. So it's just, it's, it's just. I don't know. There's something there, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm g- gonna be a genius at it, but you know, there's something that I'm missing there, and that's what I think was really great about being able to bring somebody on to assist in that. You know, because they're really good at that, and they know how the Instagram algorithm w- works and how that Facebook audience can function better um, for certain aspects, and then Instagram's better for another one, and even like other just distribution platform because there's like way too many (laughs) yeah there's a lot i think i don't think any generation has been so distracted as ours yeah you know with like and then we're trying to chase everything like it's equally important and it's not you know i i think uh jj abrams you know the famous director of star wars and uh, i think alias and uh lost i think he did a star trek movie too right yeah the first the the first new one right yeah yeah which is pretty amazing i did like that one yeah Um, i love the first few minutes when Kirk went from being a loser to like he's in the charge len- of he, he's the lens the, flare the guy right yeah he's the lens flare. Like, okay gotcha anyway my point was <laughs> if um and I, it could be different now this has been a while but I remember just looking up his bad robot studios and it's like it just has a splash screen yeah and so I think 
that is that speaks volumes because I think people are so much like I have to have all this stuff on social media yeah. to be famous or to be important. And then he's like, nope, I'm just an amazing film director and I do what I do amazingly and people find me. And he adds the lens players <laughs> and he's gone. And it's like, I don't need a website. I don't need social media. I just yeah. direct and amazing see, movies. And see, like, you know. He has a website. He has all this stuff. But the question is, you know, they probably manage some of it, but realistically, they don't have to, strictly because they are so focused on the actual craft of what they love doing. Right. In his example, it would be directing. Um, and that's something that's just really, really key to, like, really just kind of appealing to your strengths and, like, staying in your lane, you know, mm-hmm. of really just understanding, like, hey, I'm really, really good at this. I don't like doing that. And, you know, I got... I really want to put more all of my time into that creation process mm-hmm. more than anything. So I need to bring other people on and know that I need to grow as a both a professional and as a company maybe per se and know that growth process can be difficult. And I know like it was really hard to bring in a person on because I had had um, a few companies in the past where I brought people on and just did yeah. not go great. And then, um, I'm here now and understanding that this is like, I really needed people like this is, it's kind of weird. Cause like, sure. I'm the sole owner of my company, but you know, they're contractors and you know, we have it all labeled out like, Hey, what, here's what you're going to be doing. We're happy to have you on the team. We're excited to have you on the team. We're excited to see the different perspectives you bring and ways you can sh- help us grow collectively. And I think that's really great. And yeah. It's just think, a tough process. You know, I think you keep, keep doing it, you know, cause you'll become as, as you grow, you'll become a resource for the community like hey Lachlan how do I make a creative studio like, yeah how do I do this yeah you know and I think we need to see more of that in in Longmont and that's you know one of my well, vision is how could could Longmont become like a creative arts industry yeah not just art yeah you know but like how do we how do we feed our families with what we do yeah I agree how do we how we marry the commercial with the with the artistic yeah and it's it's kind of an interesting industry we find ourselves in these days too um, so so myself like I really focus on like uh, photography so you know mm-hmm. photography and um, portrait photography and like product photography is like my like I like doing that that's, that's awesome. like my go-to I was gonna say I take photos because I have to I don't claim to be a photographer yeah that's everybody <laughs> so I can right? take photos yeah so but what I was saying though so so I do that for like a living like that is what I have practiced very very intimately I nice. know like how I've gone through the process and I'm finally like at a point where I'm like yes this is like my style this is my thing this is exactly what you're going to get when you get a Lachlan Quintana photo and that's something that's taken a few years to get to um, not been an easy thing but now we have in in this world that we live in um, we have everyone's able to basically pick up this, this phone that they have in their right, hand with three cameras on it yeah the three camera iPhone, 11, cameras, iPhone 11 max or whatever it is the pro it just it's insane how much people are able to take that um (laughs) like consumer product at this point you know like usually like my camera that's pro grade like that's really high quality pro grade like prosumer piece of equipment now i spent a crap load of money on you know i think two grand on my lens alone and then you know additional grand on my camera body and that's you know three grand right there just starting you know, cause I have multiple lenses and everything. So, you know, that's, yeah. right. but you know, realistically people are going, you know, to the Apple store and buying this, this phone for a thousand dollars and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shallow depth of field and yeah. all these and other effects. Like and- the bad thing is, is like, I can't complain because like, it's pretty, 
pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like that's awesome that these these devices are being able to do that. But unfortunately, everyone's now saying that like, oh yeah, sorry, you know my um my 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 kid in high school, yeah, he just took my pictures for my business for me. So like, I don't need to hire you now because like <laughs> he has an iPhone 11. He's fine. He he did great. Right. It's like the democrat democratization of yeah photography yeah but it doesn't mean you know how to do lighting and all these other like you know composition and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah so you know it's it's the craft it's really interesting yeah it is about the craft and you know like i use lighting like i love studio portraits the most mm-hmm. i can do outside i like to do outside um as long as it's not cold <laughs> then but studio like that's that's my favorite that that's my go-to if i can do any type of photography like studio in-house like where i can really play with everything and control just how it looks so much and play with it get different looks every time um it's just fun i love it but you know you have these um consumer quality cameras coming out now um i'm saying consumer quality and that just sounds weird but yeah these (laughs) these cameras coming out now are phones and people are able to take pictures that are pretty damn close to you know what i'm what i'm taking so it's like Crap, because they're handing them these prosumer level cameras. Everybody's got Pretty one much, in their yeah. pocket. Yeah, and, and they can live stream it, and they can yeah. do all these amazing things. Yeah, and it, it's it's do, like do you remember it's good to some extent. Just but. just speaking of live stream yeah, for a second, yeah. the um the amazing change in technology kind of struck me when the the uh, tsunami hit Japan. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. That was what uh, a few years. But ago, But it was like right? I had never in my I don't think it happened before where people were pulling the camera out of their phone and like filming it happen live. Yeah, like. That is amazing that journalism is like, like watch what you do because somebody could be filming you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Like anywhere you go, somebody, all I have to do is pull out their phone and you're on, you're on national news. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't, it, it's just a weird world to be in, you know? So like, yeah, like it's, it's good, but it's also bad, you know, <laughs> it's just weird to kind of be in this world. So, um, yeah. So with your show, um, are you looking to bring other guests on? Um, cause like here, like with the level up podcast, we're trying to bring a bunch of different creatives into the fold. Um, really just welcome them to the creative industry as a whole. Yeah, like creating our, synergy. Yeah, exactly. In the area, which is awesome. I think that's awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. so yeah, like with your show though, like, are you trying to bring on more guests? Are you trying to bring on more community members? Both yeah. per so, se? so actually, so to give you maybe a little background, I, um, 2016, I did, um, I think, a, a, I think a show like a month Okay. and I did a live show. So there was the live aspect to it. And initially, you know, when you get a creative idea, you're just like, you're not really sure what it's going to look like until yeah. you start. <laughs> and even maybe it's a couple of years into it, you don't know like what you're going, like what is going to end up. Yeah. And so I just had this idea. I want to do a tonight show and I want to make a Jimmy Fallon desk and have a microphone and like, you know, like interview people and maybe do comedy. I'm not really comedian. So I'd really have to work at it to be a comedian, but I did start that season. I did some interviews. I think it did four or five, six interviews. I interviewed a couple of authors. I did. I interviewed, I don't know if you know, Paul Trapkis. He's a local high school um, orchestra teacher. Talk to man. And he did a documentary on, it's called Carrying the Tune. And I have a, that interview should be up and it's on. Oh, wait, I think I know the, yeah, I think, yeah, I, know, yeah, so, I, think I know that. So that was cool to kind of, you know, help 
with exposure. Yeah. Somebody else. That's um, great. Bless somebody with that. And he, and the, his documentary was all about, you know, lifelong passion for music, you hmm. know, and to, you know, we should be, you know, a lot of people stop after college, after high school, but yeah. like music is a lifetime time thing. And so, so anyway, so I, I have done some interviews and then 2017, I did about four shows. Then it kind of dropped off from there. But then I just said, you know, what I really want to do. I've always wanted, I want to make, I want to make movies. Like I don't, the yeah. live show aspect is challenging. Yeah. Because that puts it, we were talking about being a one-man band. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That is like that is like the ultimate one-man band. You know, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, all the stuff you see, he's got a team of writers, and, you know, he's got a film crew. He's got, you know, a studio, uh, you know, managers, uh, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, you know, busy setting up the show. Well, I have to create the content because I've got multimedia involved, right? So I'm doing these short films, music videos. But then you have to set up the show. You know, all the technology, the TV, the desk, make sure that it's filmed, yeah. the audio. And then you got, oh, my gosh, I need, actually need somebody to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was a good challenge. Yeah. But my focus in the, the last, this, I guess I'll say first season, six episodes, has just been really um, focusing on the creative content and like putting into actually TV show format uh, and not so much focusing on the live show. So that's. It's been it's been a good challenge. Yeah, but so, I love the live aspect of it. Yeah, so because when you say live, how do you mean live exactly? In front of a studio audience. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. So so and there's you know small audience group of friends, um, but I can you know really having your ducks in a row, getting an audience like a big audience together yeah. is the whole next level because you have to be like. You know, you have to be polished, rehearsed. Yeah. You're, you know, and so it's it's like creating movies and performing in front of an audience all at the same time. Yeah, because like if um, you're not if you don't have like any deals worked out with any studio spaces, you know, you're gonna have to book you know auditoriums. And right. You're gonna have to sell those those out. If you don't sell those out, like you're gonna be, you right. know, in the crapper <laughs> in the money money realms. Um, and I know how that can be for sure. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. No, I. Get so I've, that. I've been so just to give a plug for my church and for yeah. our arts ministry is that I've I've had access to our church and and um, uh, my parents are actually my pastors and they've let me you know host and do things so yeah. it kind of go hand in hand like we support and we value artists Christian artists but not just Christian artists we have value artists like get your get yeah. your work going. Mm -hmm. And so I've had opportunity to use our space to host that yeah. and my friend base uh, to connect with. That's great. Um, so that's that's been good because uh, I could see it'd be challenging to 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 start a show, yeah. you know, if you had to book uh, a venue. You know? Yeah. And it, it's been like an interesting um, route, I guess, journey, I guess, um, for the Level Up podcast because, you know, we were basically like, do we want to do this in the first place? You know, the talking, answer is yes. I mean, yes, the answer was <laughs> yes, obviously, after season one, now we're in season two. Um, but with that, we were very much just like, ooh, is this like something we can actually handle? You know, like yeah. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to actually launch it. So, like, I made a distinct goal of myself. I was like, cool. So there's going to be 10 episodes in this season. That's it. So like nothing like gonna just keep adding episodes left and right. I was like ten episodes in the season, and I'm gonna just launch them all when they're ready. And then, boom, there it was. And I had ten episodes edited, ready to go. And season one's out now. And nice. it was a, it was just such a process though of like, wow, am I gonna be able to do this? Like, you know, I was listening <laughs> to some of them, and it was just weird like i think originally too it was like so weird to like hear your own voice when you were editing it to just confirm that no one made any slip-ups and you could okay. fix any of those little tiny slip-ups that maybe just need to be 
quick cut and then you're you're a perfectionist, go. aren't you? I I am. But also, you know, it's it's also nice too cuz like with the podcast I also made very little of those quick cuts because I didn't I also didn't want to cuz I want this to be as genuine, genuine and as yeah. real as possible. So, you know, that's what's really nice, but it don't, was all Don't don't I have a friend who says fix it and post it like, "No, get it right <laughs> the first time so you don't have to fix it and post." I agree. And I think <laughs> I think most of that comes really I think maybe not so much in audio per se. I think it really comes more in like film editing. Like I've had people say the same to me, They're like fix it and post. I'm like no, 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 no. It's like, have you ever done post? They have, and that's the worst part when they said it. I'm just like, what? No, no, we're gonna fix it now. We're, like we're take eight in, but I don't care. It's we're gonna go to take fifty if we need to to make sure it's perfect because I really just don't want to have to re-edit this. Uh. So, you know, it's all a process to kind of get to that point, though, of like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to launch the podcast because I was like 10 episodes. We're done. We're ready to edit and launch. And boom, we did it. Here we are. Awesome. And see what happens from here. Yeah. Um, What's really great is um, I was actually able to for season two as I'm getting a few producers on on board and they're actually able to help bring some more guests on. And hopefully hopefully those guests will be like, you know, able to oomph it up a little bit more than yeah. it currently was. And I, I'm not going to say, like, I didn't have great guests season one. Like, I had fantastic guests season you gotta one. you got to start. Yeah, exactly. You know? It just, I'm so excited to see where we can go from here. Like, you know, I'm just right. excited to be like, cool, where's 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 my Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> you know, on my <laughs> podcast? I would love to see that. Um, people of his target level capacity, you know. Maybe That's not awesome. Maybe not Jimmy Fallon. Like, might be, por- might be fortunate, but I can drink. So, yeah, you know, that's it's just kind of been that interesting process. So I'm kind of curious, like, with yours um, specifically, like, where was your kind of, like, idea of, like, hey, hey, like, let's start a show. Like, that's kind of the interesting thing, too, because, like, me, I was just like, do I want to do this? Maybe, yes, I kind of do. What's it going to look like, though? I don't know. And I was really bouncing back and forth with myself, and then I was just like, screw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And went for it. So I'm kind of curious how your kind of journey was. Yeah, I mean. That. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember how it all evolved. I just remember having the idea to do the Matthew Spencer show mm. and then really doing something that I wanted to do, you know, because I think as creative, sometimes we do something that somebody else wants to do. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it, you know, working with other people is always exciting and, and fulfilling. Um, but just me setting out on this journey, I guess you could say, is saying, you know what? I want to do something. I, I remember um, one of my heroes. Big hero is Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. It's one of mine my, as well. I agree. Really awesome. Yeah, he's he's awesome, he's, he's literally the best, <laughs> the best of the best. So, but there's a there's a book by um, Pat Williams who was the the uh, owner and founder of Orlando Magic, the uh, the basketball team, NBA team, and he wrote. He's a very prolific artist, um, and he would be uh, someone to to take you know take on as a mentor through his books. But he wrote a book on how to be like Walt. Hmm. And it's a powerful book. Huh. You know, some things you read about Walt Disney is very negative, um, but a lot of it is very positive. He was obviously an intense man. Yeah. Um, but one of the things he said, it's, at one point he was, um, you know, it was, it was, I think it was Walt Walt Disney or Disney Brothers Studio or something like that. Yeah. And both he and his brother realized it had to be Walt. Like it had to be his thing. Hmm. And so I just felt like, you know what? I, I have to make this my show Yeah. because I, it has to be what I want it to be. It can't be something that somebody else wants to push it towards. It has to be my creativity. It has to be um, my thing. And so one of the big things I I started to learn is I was starting to create this kind of fictional character 
that was myself. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I cannot do that. I have to be Matthew Spencer's not a fictional character. He's a real person. Yeah. And so I, as you know, I have to just be genuine, be myself, be the host and not try to put on a show, not try to be somebody I'm not. Yeah. And so I really decided, you know, I need to host this and present. I need to be the presenter of my ideas through this show yeah, and not create some kind of fictional Matthew that is confusing because that's not who I am. It's not genuine. And so that really, when I started to say that, that's, that's brought me more peace. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be Matthew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to present my ideas and this is my show. I like it. <laughs> so. That's great. Um, yeah, no, Walt doesn't definitely been one of my inspirations too. I think realistically like way, Ooh, that was like back in fifth grade. Like yeah. I was back in Christian school and everything too. Mm-hmm. Um, Wow, that was a long time ago. Jeez. Um, but I was researching, like, the crap out of Walt Disney. It was, really well. Like, I was, I got every book from the library on him. Really it wow. It was intense. It was the best. I wrote, like, the greatest, like, five-page essay or something in fifth grade. Really? Like, I was just so immersed into mm-hmm. what his whole, like, creative process was. And I thought it was really fantastic. Um, I do know, like, one thing in particular. I was really, really obsessed with the um, Epcot creation. Okay. Epcot was the, the experimental future. prototype pr- prototype city of tomorrow. City of tomorrow, right? It was meant to be Which an actual. It didn't c- happen. I know it was meant to be an actual city, right? But turned into a theme park, I guess technically. Like he wanted, like he was. I mean, Walt people Disney were going to live there. Obviously, yeah. was a visionary, and you could argue maybe he got a little too far out there. Yeah, because like he was envisioning practically utopia. Um, it would have been really cool if it was able to come to fruition. But, but that's, that's the question. If he didn't die, I think it was 69, yeah. whenever he died, he probably would have been able to create that. I, I would have loved to see that. Which is amazing. I don't know how much Disney would be worth at that point. But Yeah. <laughs> but, th- but think about it. I, I love the, the, pa- the, the, the value of one person, mm-hmm. of one man, of one woman. Like, I love to think about, I'm really passionate about our, our city here, Longmont. Yeah. Um, kind of unknown at the moment, right? Small yeah. town, USA, unknown. But Walt Disney single-handedly transformed two cities. If you think about it, he he single-handedly transformed Anaheim, yeah, and Orlando. Hmm. One man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had all the people to like help him get obviously, there, yeah. obviously. But it was all his idea. You know, yeah. it was just like, hey, I have this idea. Who wants to come help? Yeah, <laughs> I need people. And, and you think about like, I think Walt Disney's. They have like who knows how many employees, over 200,000 employees. Yeah. And obviously they're directly impacting those people and their families. Mm -hmm. But just think about his impact on my personal life, Mm -hmm. on your personal life. Yeah, of course. Just hundreds of thousands of people and artists and creatives that would never aspire, even like cruise ship captains. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I want to be a cruise ship captain for the Walt Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. Like just because Walt Disney stood up and said, I'm going to be an original, I'm going to be myself, I'm going to pursue my dreams, my God-given talent and ability and and uh and that's amazing that yeah. one person can have such a tremendous impact like i the first time i've only been to disneyland once yeah i've been to disney world i've not yet been to disney world but oh, i think dude. i was seven or eight yeah and i was impacted for the rest of my life just yeah. on that one trip yeah i think i went to disney world when i was 12 and then i think i went again to disney world when i was like 16 and i loved it 
Yeah. I loved it all. It was all so and amazing. And the power of imagination. Yeah. And just that, 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 that feeling of magic and anything is possible. Yeah. And so anyway, that's, that's yeah, a fun I, connection. Yeah. I think, um, like Splash Mountain was probably, I think my Sorry. favorite. Nice. Like, I think, um, when we went to Disney world, um, it was like record cold. It was, I, I don't even know. It was like 50 degrees, but the humidity Whoa. made it horrifically <laughs> like, you know, from being in Colorado, you know, it was really just not, we were like ready. Like we're like 50 degrees. Psh, we got this. <laughs> and then we get there and we're like, huh, 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 we're so cold. But yeah, we went Splash Mountain, I think five times in a row because no one was in line. No one. We went in November. Wow. Yeah. Week of uh, like, I think uh, Thanksgiving. Nice. No one was there. <laughs> well, I, re- I remember viv- vividly remembering the Tiki Room. Did you yeah. ever go to that? Um, I think so. I think I do. Oh, shoot. Where yeah. was that? It was at Disneyland, Disneyland, right? Disneyland, yeah. Where was that? I don't remember. What portion? Crap. Okay. We'll have to look this <laughs> I up was later. like seven, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, everyone <laughs> listening to the podcast, please, please listen to this and go find the Tiki Room. Let us know. <laughs> um, perfect. That's awesome. Um, so with the show, like, are you um, planning on kind of growing it um, kind of the same capacity of like what we've done with the Level Up show? Because like, you know, what's really cool is I haven't announced them, but I actually might announce them here. Um, this is really Be cool. Be careful. This is good announcements. Okay. So uh, last season, we actually, I, what we were going to do is we took uh, two of uh, our guests and based off the number of listeners, uh, we picked two of those listeners to do videos of them very specifically to tell their story of like how they're creative and what they do as a creative um, every day to keep that going. Um, So uh, the winners of that were uh, Tom Ludlow and uh, John Fukuda. Um, They were fantastic guests, but they did some good stuff. uh, Just marketing outward. I like that. That was good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's fantastic to be able to announce that here. Um, so I'm talking with Tom. I just got a hold of him. I got to talk to John a little bit still. But um, we're trying to figure out a story, and we'll get that knocked out hopefully in the next month or so. And, and he's got his own graphic um, uh, he does motion any- graphic studio. Yeah. 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 And he loves Ten Studio, right? Correct. Ooh, yeah. ooh. I was so excited to see his booth. So it, we in the summer, we did yeah. Unity in the Community. Mm-hmm. And he has this, like, you know, just like 10 by 10, like, tent with, like, a TV screen. He's, like, you know, showcasing his amazing work. Yep. And I'm just like, yes, more yep. of this in Longmont. Yeah, I was Please. there uh, taking pictures, and I just loved I, Tom's the coolest. I just love Tom. love Tom. It, this is just Tom episode now. Turn into Tom. <laughs> just Tom. Where's yeah. Tom and Rudy go? It's like, oh, hey, Tom, thanks for walking in. Yeah, but he's um, actually coming on to produce a, some of season two um, as well. And he's actually got a few guests and nice. we're getting some more um, video direction just to kind of see what we can do, um, telling the stories of the next decision for next season of how we decide to do that whoever that's going to be i don't know but we'll find out um whenever we're done with season two <laughs> cool you know for some reason i was just remembering have you ever heard of chris oatley uh not a, no not he a has a podcast too mm-hmm. um and he do, he does it on he was a disney character designer yeah definitely i've heard and so he talks about character design that sounds and, uh, awesome so that yeah i would listen to that so that might be like an audience that but, you could plug into. Yeah. They, I'm sure they'd love to listen to your stuff. No, that'd be really great. Um, that'd be fantastic. I'm really just trying to get some of those bigger guests on too. So, you know, that's something I would love to be able to do. So, yeah, um, with um, 
that's I think um, we're getting pretty close to being done. Um, is there anything you definitely no. want? You don't want to be done. You want to keep <laughs> going. We can keep chatting all day long. Um, no problems with me. I mean, personally, sure. Um, but if there is any creative type of thing that you want to leave our audience with, I really want with. to make sure that we highlight that and that we're able to showcase that the most because that's what you want to be able to you know leave in their brains. Wow. Yeah. One thing. What would I, what would I leave with people? Yeah. I mean, it can be like, it can be a broad one thing or it can be a, like a one thing hyphenated other thing underneath the other thing underneath another thing. Yeah. So it could be that. One thing I wanted to share earlier and you (laughs) could totally disagree with me. I don't know, but I think creatives can get so focused in the social media age with the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, how particularly? So, you know, uh, I don't know when the advent of the behind the scenes began with mm-hmm. our DVDs where it's like, oh my gosh, I want to see like maybe the Hobbit, you know, yeah. or, uh, you know, Peter Jackson started releasing Lord of the Rings behind the scenes stuff. Okay. He was so innovative in that. And it's so captivating to see the process. Yeah. And I think he really was an innovator. And then when he did uh, King Kong, he was, he was during the film, he was posting behind the scenes while they were making the movie, which was unprecedented. Anyway, I think people nowadays can get so focused on, showing behind the scenes yeah that you're not focusing on your work yeah you know because it's and i think the the behind the scenes we want to show the process because that's exciting and i think it's a really it's important um but i think we can get distracted with thinking that that's the product Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah and so um so there's a tension like how do i show and build a fan base uh, what I'm doing, yeah. But then also, like, I I actually have to make the product, yeah. Because it, yeah, that's what that's say. what matters. Is you know, did you write the book? Did you make the movie? Did yeah. you record the CD? Not oh, hey, look at me, I'm recording a CD, or look at me, I'm making a movie. No, did you make it? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what matters, you know. Um, so anyway, I think that's the creative process is exciting and fun, but like, be somebody who does. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, I think that's a great thing to leave our guests um, or listeners um, here just with. I think, you know, go go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what, whether you're a filmmaker, whether you're a podcaster or want to be podcaster, just go try it. Like, yeah. actually, like if you have an iPhone right now, I, I, I challenge you. Like, I'm going to challenge our listeners right now, right now to go take their iPhone or whatever. Actually, even if you have just a phone that has a voice memos portion on your phone like an application i'm sure you can get a free one out there but what i want you to go try to do is if you're trying to do a podcast maybe if you're not maybe don't do this don't if you're driving don't do it also don't do that (laughs) um but actually just take that voice memo app and open it up press play and start your podcast right there not even kidding it's going to be super lo-fi like low fidelity but none like i don't care like you're gonna, it's just the process. You're going to be like, okay, cool. It's going to be really difficult to listen to yourself. I know. It was very difficult, and I, it, it still kind of is, to be honest, to listen to myself talk. Because uh, yeah. I'm like, Lachlan, why do you sound like this? Oh, stupid. Oh, God. But you can go do this. You sound I, great, I, by the way. I really want to make sure <laughs> that you can just really get out there and actually just go try to be creative. Like Even if you're yeah. like a photographer, just go take your phone go take some pictures learn about composition try it try try it out so i have so. a great quote Blue. to yep. share let's it's end with a quote that walt, sounds great. walt disney and one of my favorite quotes he says the best way to get started is to stop talking and start doing love it that's fantastic i love that quote that's one of my favorites um cool well this is the level up podcast um i'm gonna leave you with that fantastic quote from walt disney who should actually please sponsor this video <laughs> 
or podcast. Um, yeah, hopefully it'll be both. <laughs> um, so yeah, please um, go do, go create, um, and learn to level up. We'll talk to you guys uh, later, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.